0: Welcome to Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth and friend of the show, Sharon Crowley from the Ohm Center of Healing. And we're in studio today with Kathy Van Gilder, who is an animal communicator, and we are delighted to have her with us. Thank you so much for saying yes to coming on Exploring Sovereignty.
1: Of course, Elizabeth. I'm so happy to be here and talk with you both.
2: Welcome. Very excited. <laughs>
1: Definitely. Um,
0: Okay, so let's talk a little bit about, because many of our listeners, this may be a new concept, too, um, to have an animal communicator. Um, And one of the reasons I was so excited to have you on, and uh, Sharon, I think, also shares this with me, is both of us love animals. And for the longest time growing up, I always felt a a unique or uh, close connection with the animal world. So... Um, I'm excited to have
1: this conversation with you.
2: Yeah, many times more than humans.
1: (laughs) Uh, You are not alone. (laughs) Fair.
0: (laughs) So tell us, what is an animal communicator for those who this may be a new concept to?
1: Yeah, that's a good question. So animal communicators, what we do is we are the bridge, typically the conduit, the telephone line, whatever you want to call it between an animal and a human. So you know if people are having questions about it's you know typically a pet, uh, sometimes it might be an animal that they just see you know in, in the wild that comes and visits them often but most of the time it's a pet um, and horses are included in that of course. and it's people have questions. they don't know what's going on with them maybe they have an issue. Maybe they're showing some strange behavior. Um, maybe they just rescued them and they're not sure what's going on. Usually it's, it's some kind of question, some kind of issue. You know, sometimes people just want to feel more connected and understand them better, too. So it's that. And then the animal communicator acts as a conduit between the two. So an animal com- communicator can connect up with an animal through telepathic communication, which is through images thoughts or feelings and they receive that information from the animal and then an animal communicator would tell the the human about it so that's in simplest form that's (laughs) how it works that's awesome
0: and you've been doing this for 20 years
1: Mm -hmm. how did you Uh, get
0: into it yeah how'd you get started tell us
1: (laughs) Well, um, I've always, and and I know we were chatting just a tiny bit about this before, but I've always felt a connection to animals. I can't remember as a kid not being able to communicate with animals. I don't have an aha moment. Some people I think might say that. I didn't have any. It just was always a thing for me. I could connect up and feel what the robin in the backyard felt and the squirrel and the neighbor's cat and, and all of that. But the funny, the kind of funny, I don't know if it's funny, but the interesting part about that, and there's a story behind this, is um, my dad was a biology teacher, biology major biology teacher, and so he loved the outdoors. So we would go on hikes, in nature, you know areas and parks, and we would go camping all the time. But he loved the intellectual part of it. Mm. So he would talk about from an intellectual standpoint, the tree and oh, the tree and, you know, and this is this kind of tree and here's this leaf and here's the seed that comes from that. And oh, here's this animal track and that's this animal and here's why. And, you know, so it was a lot of head base. That was very interesting to him and not at all interesting. (laughs) So I... I was on the other side, right? I'm on the other side of my brain and I'm connecting with the trees and I can feel them and the the animals around and the birds and the squirrels and the bunnies and whatever else is around. and I can feel it all and I can, I feel one with them and I'm connecting. And what, what the interesting part about this is, and I feel like the setup maybe for me um, to work through was that my family was very, um, not interested in anything beyond the five senses. And in fact, actually really afraid. Mm. I learned very early on to pretend to be (laughs) interested (laughs) and then just be on that other side, you know, doing my own thing. But I couldn't really talk about it to anyone. And, you know, I was a sensitive child. I'm sure both of you were too, you know, psychic, could pick up Mm -hmm. things, things about people, all of that. So there was that whole thing going on. And then eventually, as we get older, you know, I learned to shut down. It mm-hmm. was easier, and I wasn't making waves, and it just didn't work anymore. So I shut down. The doors never close, you know, it never fully closes, but I just stopped listening, and really stopped being in my authentic self, and mm-hmm. and you know, sensitive and and all that. So I went into a career, you know, fast forward, I went into a career of of healthcare and disease prevention. That was my thing. I thought, Oh, yeah, this is going to be awesome. And <laughs> pretty quickly, because it was very physical body oriented. Mm-hmm. I learned and I think Elizabeth, maybe you can relate to that. And I and I learned that um, very early on that that is not working, you know, yeah. just because we're addressing the physical stuff. And this was a long time ago, this was like in the 80s. So that was kind of, I was sort of breaking down people were like, Huh, what are you talking about? So I was given the gift, I think, from my soul to be able to have the freedom to be able to explore some of this within certain boundaries and be able to bring some of this to my field, which was so great, and learn about myself in the process. So that was all happening, and I was starting to reawaken and open up. But it wasn't until a friend of mine introduced me to this intuitive healer um, and and who really helped me open that doorway again. So I did a few sessions with him, he cleaned up some things, some a lot of stuff. actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I needed that little boost, I think, to be able yeah. to get that doorway open. And everything reopened. And my sensitivity reopened. It was a, a shock, actually, because you know, when you go from not being very sensitive, or sort of sensitive, but ignoring it to, whoa, everything is right. <laughs> you know, falling at me. And what am I seeing? And you know, all of these things. So anyway, I did that. And, and then a friend of mine and I decided to open a. We could feel the call of our soul that we were really going to help people. Um, and we were both intuitive. And that seemed like that was the way to go, become some kind of an intuitive healer. So we opened a, a space and and did that for a while. And I knew something was missing. I was like, this isn't quite right. I know I'm a healer or some kind of healer. I don't know what this is. So one day... I was watching television and this animal communicator came on and I was like, what? What? <laughs> what are you doing? Oh my gosh. And and I mean, I sort of knew about animal communicators, but I really hadn't seen one in action. And so I was watching her and just so intrigued and it was like a lightning bolt. It just hit me.
2: Yeah.
1: And I'm like, this is, this is me. This is what I'm supposed to do. And and I had animals in my life who were trying to show me the same thing at the same time. Um, a cat who, not my cat, a friend of mine's cat who would listen to everything I said, with my word, <laughs> and do it. Go get over there. Go. Get... He would do it all.
0: Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It was
1: like wow, what's happening? And then and I was a photographer too. I still am. And and was doing family photography. And they sometimes they would bring pets, and oh, that was awesome. Of course, for me. And you know, sometimes they bring a lot of pets, you know, three or four, and that can be a challenge, you can imagine. <laughs> and I would get them all set up, and I would turn around, and walk back, you know, and compose the shot, or just, you know, and they'd all be staring at me, looking perfectly <laughs> at the camera.
0: Oh and my all gosh!
1: Signs, and yeah, there was there was a lot going on. So, and they they really taught me. Um, and then once I started doing it, they really taught me about how animals are really here to help people because that was the one missing link that I didn't understand, which is, well, wait a minute. I I thought I was going to be healing people. I thought I was going to help with that. And they helped me see very quickly. Oh, wait, no, <laughs> no, no. There's a doorway there and here's where it is. So that, that's how I got into it.
2: Well, and that and what that is one of my questions for you is, did the animals in your life through this journey reflect where you were at with the journey and then further help you to either shed things that needed to be shed or uh, gain insight?
1: Oh, absolutely. So you know, I was already working on myself, as I shared, you know, I had already started that journey, um, so the animals were just enhancing that, right. and so. I can say that you know every animal. I think I've, I counted the other day. I went, oh, I've had nine in my life. Um, they every single one brought a gift. Even the ones that I didn't know about, or that I didn't know before. I you know I didn't know about my gift. I had a, a dog um, when I when um, and it, I was in my twenties and then into my thirties, who would lick my face all the time. She would. <laughs> she was so loving, and and I would be, why are you? Lo-? You know, only me. And she was a lab. <laughs> So mm-hmm. um, and lab, I, I have a lab. So I love my life. Yes, exactly. And so kind and wonderful and loving. But licking my face, and I've learned since then, that's a. I'm trying to open you up. I'm trying to open you up. And she was trying to bring, you know, more lightheartedness to my life. And I took everything so seriously. And on down the line, you know, I can, each one has brought, brought gifts, brought different gifts for me. Yeah.
0: Well, you mentioned, too, that the animals are here to help humans heal and to work with us and partner with us. Um, how, can you explain that a little bit more for um, our listeners here
1: and, and how you yeah, see that or experience yeah. that? Absolutely. So they do kind of, I guess, what we would most of us would see is the obvious thing. So they hold that vibration of love. You may not have thought it quite that way, but mm-hmm. that's what they do. They live in that frequency of love. They don't have egos like we do. They're just wired that way. They've come in and they've come in to support us. I really see them as part of the angelic realm, Mm -hmm. having souls like that, because that's how they can give. And they just they're just, you know, unconditional lovers and givers. So, yeah. So they come in and they hold that vibration and they hold that frequency. Even animals in the wild, the trees do that. You know, -hmm. does that for us. Um, And they can show us unconditional love who many people haven't ever experienced unconditional love from humans or very, very little. And that animal can really help them start to experience that and feel what it's like. And once you get that unconditional love, you feel so much safer. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like that blast of mother's love, right? Yeah, And all of a sudden you're safer and you can get out of fear And maybe see things in a little bit different light, right, in your life and go, wow, okay, this isn't working for me. Let's move in a different direction. So they do those things. Um, They also love to deliver messages telepathically. So that's where that animal communication comes in, where, you know, they'll tell you. Hey, especially an animal that lives with you, that you're connected with, they know everything about you. Yes, they do. (laughs) And they know your secrets. And and now I have to preface that because some people, oh, my gosh, I'm not going to do a session with my dog because he's going to say that I'm rotten. (laughs) And I say, (laughs) oh, no, no, no. I have never heard that out of any animal. Not once. They see truth. They're going to express truth. But they say it with such love and non-judgmental language and so you just never have to worry about that they're gonna tell you the truth, but they're not gonna say it in a way that won't hurt your feelings. It might be like shocking for a second, but you know it won't hurt your feelings. So yeah they they love to deliver messages about, hey, that job's not working for you or that relationship mm-mm, no, you know, just generic things. I mean they're just so gifted at it. But they also love to deliver information through their bodies, their physical bodies, too. They self-sacrifice. And again, Mm -hmm. and I I love to, to explain this to people so they understand that, you know, animals have come for a different reason than we've come. And that is Okay. For them to, they take on things. They, they say, do. I do.
0: keep telling my dog Lyle, like, let it go. You know, something will be happening within the family structure, and I'll be watching it transform as people are healing or working through something because we're always in process, right? And my dog will try to take it on. like, no, no, no. Your job's to hold and anchor love and joy. Don't like let, let, let it transform and leave. And so I'll, we'll work together. But um, sometimes I feel like I'm healing or clearing with my family. And then it's like, I'm helping. We're working together to make sure it clears all the way out and doesn't
1: Lyle doesn't hold on to it. Yeah. And, and, That's a great story, Elizabeth, and that's so true. And, you know, the other thing that they love to tell us about and remind us about, they do, they remind me often, is about, it's not, it's not the feelings we're feeling, it's the feelings we're not acknowledging. Ah,
2: Oh, that's interesting. That's big. If you're
1: crying inside, they're not going to take that on. You don't need to worry. You're feeling it. It's going. It's leaving. Wow. It's the ones that we hang on to and we don't acknowledge. So it's, it's what we're not acknowledging that they want to help with.
0: That resonates. Dang, yeah, dang Kathy.
1: That
2: is a big one to chew on. Wow.
1: Yeah, yeah it is. Huh. Yeah. So, yeah, so they help us with our physical bodies. If your animal gets hurt, got to look inside. Mm-hmm. It's time to look inside and go, oh, do I have a wound? You know, what's going on with me? Um, there is, a, you know, and it could be anyone in the family. Like you said, Elizabeth, it, it doesn't necessarily the person they're most connected with. It can be anyone because they'll work with everyone who they live with. So, yeah, injuries, some weird ailment shows up. Illness. It's it's time to take a look because they're absorbing it. So it's sort of like when we start to look at our bodies and go, oh, wow, I have this symptom. What's going on? It's the same thing with your pet. You need to look at I know. It's incredible, isn't it?
0: It's amazing. Okay, we're going to take a pause, but we're going to continue the conversation um, because this is fascinating. We are with Kathy Van Gilder, an animal communicator, and we are exploring sovereignty with our animals and humans and the earth itself as we continue this conversation. Stay tuned.
3: If stress, pain, or fatigue are part of your life, then consider that your pain and tension may be indicators of what's amiss in your life, and it's time for a new perspective. At Resolve Pain Guru, we're here to help you reconnect with yourself, release tension and pain, move better and sleep better so that you can do more of what you love. You have the power to take control of your healing journey with our online six-week Change Your Pain course. Learn somatic practices to tap into the wisdom of your body, and then learn to trust your intuition. Challenge your thinking and embark on a transformative journey with Resolve Pain Guru as your guide, unlocking infinite rewards along the way. Experience the life-changing benefits of somatic practices at resolvepainguru.com. Register for our six-week pain relief starter series and start your journey to a pain-free life of joy. That's resolvepainguru.com. resolvepainguru.com.
4: At some point, we've probably all felt a little stuck in a rut when it comes to our health, whether it's something physical, digestive, or emotional. This is Dr. Erica Way with Beyond Chiropractic. I'm a holistic practitioner that will take the time to help you transform so you can manifest your optimal life. Don't let unresolved issues hold you back. Come to Beyond Chiropractic in Oakdale and discover the answers your health deserves. Book an appointment today at beyondchiropractic.com.
0: This is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth and friend of the show, Sharon Crowley from the Ohm Center of Healing, and we're in studio with the delightful Kathy Van Gilder, who is an animal communicator and had made that transition from working in healthcare and reopening the gifts and talents and attributes you have always had from a very young age and discovering that The journey for you helping people heal is by being an animal communicator, which is brilliant because our four-legged and two-legged and winged friends and thin friends are always, I think, communicating and holding a frequency that um, all living consciousness can shift into. So, okay, I have... We we were we get these little moments and breaks to have a conversation, and I'm going to bring the listeners in on it for a moment. Is I was sharing that a friend of mine has a dog, and we who gets to be in meetings or you know come to work, and uh, this dog sometimes likes to lay on because the the dog gets to sit on the table. Um, And if papers are being presented, sometimes the dog will want to lay on the papers. And I'm like, what's all that about? And delightful dog, beautiful dog, sweet, sweet, sweet dog. And Kathy, you had a brief insight on that.
1: Well, she is an incredible dog, first of all, and um, loves her human. Right? much so much
0: agreed <laughs> so, i think it goes both ways but absolutely yes. oh it does
1: it does yeah she is completely devoted and um and loves loves him so so when an animal comes and and i can speak to this situation in particular um and lays on papers often that can be uh and and in, in this case it's a dog she's a dog so And there goes my dog in the background. (laughs) And and, um, so dogs typically represent our hearts Mm. and how if we need attention or affection, oftentimes they can show us about that, but they really represent our hearts and they love to show us about our hearts. So chances are on that paper, something with that paper or that presentation or whatever this person is doing there's something, she's reminding this person to really connect back up with their heart. Maybe they've gone out of body. <laughs> you know, maybe they've, sure. gotten, they've gotten not grounded. Maybe there's something they're uncomfortable with in, the, in those papers. There's something that needs to be attended to, whether it's you go take a break and get grounded or you don't like what's in this paper and these papers or something around those lines.
0: And that could either be for the person the dog is connected to or for the person that is receiving the papers
1: right uh most often it will be for the person that um the human that they that, want, they're, that they're, they're connected helping. That yeah, they're that helping they're, that they're, yeah exactly Sweet. so um most of the time in my in that situation that's what it feels like to me
0: got it and it was
1: a message for him to Pay attention a little yeah. more closely.
0: Well, those papers got re- continued to be um, transformed. So that's interesting. Well, oh, they were in a
1: transformation process. Yeah,
0: like you know, what, like how, what's this going to look like? And so,
1: ah, so in that case, she was telling, she was saying, "This isn't quite right. This isn't re- a reflection of what you want in your heart with these to be. It needs to change somehow." Got it.
2: It's like a spiritual service animal.
1: No doubt. <laughs> They're therapists. Yes, yeah, they are. absolutely.
0: And so dogs represent the
1: heart. heart. Very much about the heart. Oftentimes, affection, the affection we might need or attention we might need. We might need to give ourselves, but very much about the heart. Happiness, joy, all of those things. Yep. Cats, do, do you want me to? Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. You're just waiting for me to talk about uh-huh. cats. So cats are, it's feline, right? So they're feelings. They represent our feelings. And they can often show us that they're also all about passion. Think about cats and they get such a bad rap because like, well, they're not not—they're not always loving. They do what they want to do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they show us about that. They show us, hey, you know what? You may not like that. But maybe you like that. Go for it. Be passionate. Find your passion. Do your passion. Do what excites you. So, do you kind of see how, where that's going? Yeah. yeah. So, is
2: that more about sense of self than it is heart, or is it um, you know I don't know logical f- thinking focused? Are there better words than heart as it relates to you know heart is to dog? Yes, yeah, cat is to like another part of us. Yeah, it's
1: just another, like a different, almost a different vibration of Mm -hmm. it. Even though we lump all that together, um, heart and feelings and passion and all of that, it's a little bit different vibration, you know, that you can, if you think of it that way. So heart is really the child in our heart. If I say it that way, that might make more sense. So, you know, our little child, what does our little child want? What does our little child need? Feelings, it's feelings that you're not feeling. That's usually what cats will tell you. Hey, you're not acknowledging your feelings. You know, let's, and papers, if a cat lays on your papers on your computer screen, there's definitely something going on. (laughs) Like, come on now. My cat (laughs) is
2: constant with that. I don't know what to think of that.
1: (laughs) Interesting. I thought she just liked the heat. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, that might be part of that, but no, there's definitely a message. Horses represent ego. Hmm. They don't have an ego, but they are. They look like they do, right? To us, they do, but it's all about ego and power.
2: Ah, I was like, could you expand on that? Like an example of where you really saw that with a horse and a horse owner?
1: Yeah. So um, if you, if like, for instance, if you get thrown off your horse, Mm
4: -hmm.
1: right, you get hurt and all that, it's either you're not comfortable with your own power or you don't like the power that you have, or you know something about something about your power. You're not comfortable with it, or you're too much in your ego. It could be that too. But. Oh, wow!
0: We, interesting. We were so my family and I go out west to the Tetons frequently in the summer to camp, and we ride horses. Um, and one of uh, one of us had a horse that liked his name was Newt. He liked to go down sideways. Down the and I was like we were laughing. I mean, we could not stop laughing at this. Like, because every time we had to do a decline, this horse went sideways with, um, with my husband on it, and so the boys and I could not stop laughing about it. And Pete was like holding on, but yeah. So what do you what do you
1: what do you think that
0: is? Well, I think um if, reflecting on what you are sharing this is like maybe not taking the most direct route with your power and ego and that maybe a more safe. circuitous route instead of a more direct route safe safe wanting yeah. safety yeah. need to
1: go a little slower yeah to be safe
0: yeah that makes that for that resonates well and
2: that gets me also thinking about Um, not everybody is comfortable with horses. They're they can be intimidating to some people. Very
1: thousand pound animals. Yeah. So then does,
2: does that reflect in the human that maybe the human is not as
1: comfortable
2: with their power?
1: Oh, that's Uh,
0: it.
2: Yeah.
1: Interesting. I I was chatting with um, a client the other day um, about their horse and Um, she had been going through, she didn't tell me this, but she had been going through some family drama. Her mother had passed and there was some um, legal stuff they had to figure out. And I think the attorneys were being, she told me this after being a little bullying, bullying her and wanting her to, you know, settle how they wanted her to settle. And anyway, there was a different path. And she knew that her mom was trying to, you know, guide her to this other path. But she brought up her horse. um, And this is she told me this later, but she brought up her horse before that and said, I don't know what's going on with him. I think it's does he not like his food? He seems to be really agitated Mm -hmm. and not listening to me. He normally listens to me. He's he's backing up almost into me. It's terrifying. He's a thousand pounds. I love him. But, you know, it's really scary. And I said "And this is the message straight from him. It was don't let your ego and in this case her ego was i'm afraid i'm not gonna follow through my ego says ah shrink right and and don't speak up and her and her horse said no you need to speak up and follow that path that you know is true and so that's what she did but they are amazing um i was just talking to a horse was it yesterday? And um, I love that happened. sentence. <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> Can we just pause on that sentence for a second?
1: Okay. Well, and you know, with this, with this, it's. Um, I don't always remember all the stories because you know you're so in the moment. And yeah.
2: Just, yes. You're
1: just channeling it in and and saying it and you know then you need to leave it. So it, I don't. But yeah, this horse was incredible, and you guys will love this story. She, so this woman hired me. And then um, we got on the call and it was a different person. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, What's going on? Well, this horse was in rehab in a totally different state. And so this person that got on the call said, well, I'm facilitating the call. She couldn't be on the call or I don't know, something happened. So, and we were recording so she could hear it anyway. And really bottom line is so they were worried and I said we well, you know the horse has trauma yeah we kind of figured and so we talked through that a little bit but what happened was and this just i mean i guess it doesn't surprise me but it does because right. it's amazed not surprised but amazed i guess yeah so so this horse was helping this human and right away she had a message for her human who wasn't even there for 5 minutes i think i delivered a message about the trauma and how they'd similar and you know, all this detail about all of that. And then she turned to the, the, the rehab person who was an energy healer and said, you know, I'm going to help you. <laughs> so this wow. horse experienced trauma, right. And, and like we talked about earlier, the self-sacrifice went through that trauma, but it's so not like us because yes, she has, the symptoms of the trauma and all of that, but she, it, it's the purpose is to help these humans. So she's helping this this rehab, the energy worker really help gain her confidence, hmm. and her healing ability, and she's helping her human at the same time. And I was like, oh wow! I mean, I guess it doesn't ever stop.
2: <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? And it, it, I really am starting to think that we are drawn to those animals for that reason. So whether if we're drawn to yeah. horses or we're drawn to dogs or we're drawn to cats, it's based on what our soul is working through.
1: Very much so. And it's all orchestrated behind hmm. the scenes. So that animal always picks you. Always.
2: Oh, tell us more about that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, and it can change. I mean, this is something I've learned over over the years, Um you know we it can be it can be an agreement and all that made but sometimes it changes or a human rejects the animal i mean i've certainly talked to animals where that happens and you know it's yeah i got to stay in the detached mode and go okay cuz the animals are able to do that mm-hmm. so we can learn from that we that really
0: way. wanted this kitten but half my family is allergic to kittens mm. <laughs> and the other ha- everyone wanted the kitten but we couldn't
1: how long ago was that?
0: That was. I keep thinking about this kitten. This was like a year ago. We were going to name him Messy. He was this little gray kitten.
1: That was a possibility. Right? Sure. Mm-hmm. I know. Definitely. I,
0: think... I mean,
1: it's fine. Messy has another home and all of that, but, you know, there's always I'm sure he's not named
0: Messy anymore. But... <laughs> it was after For the soccer player, just so we're clear, not that he was Messy. <laughs>
1: um yeah so they they all choose us and they come in at just the right time right when they leave they leave at just the right time so it's they they choose us and they choose us they have personalities Mm -hmm. you know that mirror us they can mirror back messages through their bodies all sorts of things
0: it's amazing really. I mean, it's there's so many there's so much here. It's so rich and what you're doing is so uh needed in the world as the vibration shifts on the planet and everyone's being asked to move more into that love frequency. How can people find you who might want to work with you who are listening um and what like what are you offering? And we'll talk more about it in the next segment too, but
1: Okay, yeah, my website is probably the best place to find everything I have there. It's Kathy, my name, kathyvangilder.com. And um, I have, you know, everything from courses to one-on-one sessions. um, And I have a book, and you can get a signed message if you want. um, All sorts of different things. So that's probably the best place to find me. I offer coaching sessions, too, if you want to learn more how to connect with your Pet, not just have a session, but you know, learn more about how do I connect with my pet? Why are they here? Amazing. You can go deeper. Amazing,
0: I love it. And um, you also do photography, right?
1: Yeah, a pet. Photo- I'm a pet photographer. I did family photography for a long time too, but um, now it's just pets, pets, and sometimes you know the humans, and that's actually really fun to bring in the humans and capture that connection and that specialness. That's awesome. yeah. I'll
2: bet you can capture them in a way that not many photographers can. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, I love to bring out the heart Yeah. and that's what happens.
2: That's I suppose awesome. when you can see their heart, right?
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the energy. It's yeah. just in that energy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Awesome.
0: Well, we're going to continue this conversation mm-hmm. with Kathy Van Gilder, who's an animal communicator with great talent and passion for connecting with our animals and those all the loved ones around us as we continue exploring sovereignty with Elizabeth and friend of the show Sharon Crowley as my guest co-host and we'll be back so stay tuned at the school for higher consciousness we are committed to raising the level of consciousness on the planet by educating and empowering people to grow, evolve, and live well. We are dedicated to supporting people through this critical time on the planet. Our classes provide a path that deeply connects you to your inner power and higher levels of consciousness. We inspire, teach, and empower people to develop the skills and practices needed to energetically heal, grow, and connect more fully to their life purpose. Learn more at schoolforhigherconsciousness.com, schoolforhigherconsciousness.com.
4: At some point, we've all probably felt like we're stuck in a rut when it comes to our health. Whether it's something physical, digestive, or emotional, you may have even gone to the doctor only to feel like the root causes weren't being addressed. So why not try another approach? This is Dr. Erica Way with Beyond Chiropractic. I'm a holistic practitioner that will take the time to empower you to transform so you can manifest your optimal life. At Beyond Chiropractic, we use QNRT, Quantum Neuro Reset Therapy. QNRT resets the brain's response to emotional triggers by addressing past and present trauma. By resetting the brain's response to emotional trauma, you can clear the way for your physical body to heal. Don't let unresolved issues hold you back. Go to beyondchiropractic.com and discover the answers your health deserves. Find out more and how to book an appointment at beyondchiropractic.com.
0: I'm Elizabeth Sullivan, owner of Soma Soul Sovereignty. I teach people to transform and heal their bodies, minds, and spirits and manifest higher consciousness. My hope with Soma Soul Sovereignty is that you open up to the power to heal yourself. We believe the power to heal is within each of us. It supports us coming home to ourselves and our authenticity. The alchemy of Soma Yoga, Ayurveda, energy medicine, and multidimensional healing is a synergistic approach that supports this self-healing state within and around us, it is filled with common sense and a deep understanding of the beauty for life and consciousness. It reminds us that our true divine nature is light aligned with love, and when we orientate toward it, much releases, heals, and transforms. Experience the power and freedom within and ways to support your body, mind, and spirit being unified. Soma Soul Sovereignty, awaken to your light within. For more information, visit elizabethsullivan.love or somasoulsovereignty.com. That's somasoulsovereignty.com. This is Exploring Sovereignty with Elizabeth and friend of the show, Sharon Crowley. We're in studio speaking with Kathy Van Gilder, an animal communicator who has great talent and passion for connecting with those loved animals of ours and helping us develop a more intimate connection and communication style with our animals. And so, Kathy, okay... I think and believe, and Lyle has communicated this to me, that he was, that he reincarnated. He was my childhood dog in this life and came back um, for the resolution of what happened in my childhood. And, um, And he communicated that to me a few years ago and was very, like, direct about it. Do you see, I mean, you can answer about Lyle, too, but. Do you see that that happens with people that there's reincarnation of pets from lifetime to lifetime or within lifetimes? And if you want to, you know, chime in on anything on Lyle, you're welcome to, but
1: don't feel pressure to. (laughs) Um, Well, to answer your question, yes, they often come back. If you have an animal that you are very connected with, so often they will come back. And The key is to not go search for them. So Mm -hmm. if, you know, often there's a plan, even when they leave, you know, I I communicate a lot with people who are, is it time for my, I just, I don't know. Is it time for my animal to leave? Do they need assistance? Do they need, what do they need? And they often so want to know if they're going to come back. Um, And the answer usually is yes. If you have a, a pet that you are very connected with, it's either that or they will be orchestrating behind the scenes, some soul that's even better that you need for that time in your life. So they're always working. They're always working for you. Even if they're stayed in heaven and they brought another soul with, you know, in it's still, it's the same. I've got a cat right now. His, his um, name is Cosmos and he is the twin. It's, it's a little a different situation, but this can happen too. He is the twin soul. Of our other cat, Gabriel. Oh, so cool. we have Gabriel in heaven and Cosmos here, so that we can get well double the trouble and double the help. Right? <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so yeah, but that can happen. So and and they don't necessarily, if it's the same lifetime. What I find is often it'll be the same type of animal, maybe mm-hmm. not the same breed necessarily, but often it will be because that's kind of what your heart wants, and the animal knows what you'll respond to best. Um, but yeah, they can come and then they can come in lifetime after lifetime. So we call that a spirit animal.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Kind of, you can think of it like your guardian angel, right? Totally. But they're an animal in the flesh coming here and they are in fur or scales or feathers and they are here to help you and they will continue to support you. So they it happens a lot of different ways. Sometimes it can just be an animal that comes in for a blip a short amount of time. We had a dog that did that and we needed him for that reason, a specific reason. So with Lyle, um, well, Lyle loves you, Elizabeth, so much. Uh-huh. He's got the t- most tender heart and the the biggest heart. And, um, oh, he's just so loving. I can't get over his energy. He is, yeah, so, he's like huh? butter. He's just so he wonderful. He is like butter. <laughs> That's a good way to oh, describe it. Oh, my goodness. So yes, um, yes, he's come back and he said, but Elizabeth, just so you know, uh, it's not just for the wound. It's also for you. I I want, he wants your soul and your heart. He brings you so much happiness and joy. Totally. So he, he says, don't forget about that piece.
0: Yeah. Because
1: that's a big piece of it too. And he said, you're so comfortable with him that it's it's okay. You can let down and feel and you can be your authentic self no matter what. Now, this is true for a lot of people with their animals, but I can really feel it with Lyle to be yourself with him in a way that you can't. And he's so honored to serve in that role. And he reminds you. Sorry, now I'm going on. Uh, so I'll, I'll no, say one more a, thing. Yeah, and, no, keep uh, going. And Elizabeth, he reminds you of often that you need care yeah. because often you will go and take care of the kids or whatever, and sure. do other things. And he's the one. I think he looks at you. He's, he's showing me. He looks at you sometimes. He gives you looks. Um, sometimes he stops you. He literally he says he stops you from from doing that and and really reminds you. He so does. He'll sometimes um,
0: come in and like, you know, if I'm doing something in the morning, like brushing my teeth or washing my face, he'll sit there and then he'll let me do his eyes, like put some water in and then he'll, he'll join me for my morning routine.
1: <laughs> so one more thing about the animals that's important to know is that I don't think we always think about, but they remind me of this often when we care even though they're here for us which is hard for us to remember but that's true they're here for us but we do take care of them right we give them food and water and we brush them all of those things the animals say t- helps us
0: it's true mm-hmm.
1: it, yeah.
2: i'm going to jump in here cuz yeah. now i have a burning question so yeah. i've i've got a lot of animals <laughs> she does. Um, and so so in the case of my home, I I did have, you know, a singular golden retriever that really felt like my dog and she passed. And then we ended up with another golden retriever and a Newfoundland and I inherited a lab as well. And so now there's a lot of <laughs> chaos in my house. So mm-hmm. I have a lot of questions in this, but I'm wondering, do they, when there's more than one animal in the house, is there an agreement um, ahead of time, or is it something they have to work out based on we 've drawn these animals to us, somebody in the family, perhaps um, do they right. have to an agreement where they have to work it out, or is it something that happens ahead of time
1: so they 're always mirroring they 're always a mirror yeah. they 're always helping us to see, Chaos. so they don 't really have anything to work out, but it might look that way, okay. and it looks that way to us, okay right, so sometimes. When there's conflict between animals it can it can show us about maybe some unhealed conflict right. with a relationship or with ourselves or you know whatever it might be it can show us that it, some animals i find it's kind of funny to say it this way you'll, you'll laugh probably but preferred to work alone <laughs> yes and, <laughs> yeah and some are happy to have support and help and sometimes there's so much work to be done if there's a lot of people or just a lot going on, <laughs> that they need support. It's like, it's too much. <laughs>
2: so. it's, I think that's probably absolutely <laughs> true about my house. Um, but, but I have this Newfoundland, which she's just pure love. This, she is just a little honey. But this Newfie wants me to spend most of my evenings petting her. And she'll get on the couch and say, pet me. And that more than once, it's popped into my head, like, what, what are you giving back here? What's going on? I'm just petting you all day long, which I do feel very peaceful when I do. But ah, it's very interesting. I think you
0: might have answered
1: your question. Right? But,
2: but the other dogs. <laughs> we did it
1: before, too. What's that? <laughs> I th- we did earlier, too. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It, so you can look at it two different ways. It's the same. Uh-huh. It's the same exact thing. One is, oh, she knows you need it. Uh-huh. She knows you need love. And the other is, I'm mirroring back to you. You need attention. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's it, ha- no, it doesn't. Isn't it a <laughs> fantastic?
2: Yeah, it does. It's just such a fantastic thing. Um, it's, I love yeah. the chaos in my home, but there's a lot of people and there's a lot of animals. So it's Well, the animals
1: are, they're doing okay. They're okay. Um, they would like it to be just a little calmer, <laughs> or at least to have some quiet time because they Absolutely. need that. Absolutely, yeah. And they're showing me a picture of they really would like to go outdoors a fair amount because what do they do? They get grounded. Mm. Yeah, they can clear that a yeah. little easier for them. They do so, love that. So that's a good thing. Uh, you know, they're they're all working really hard
0: yeah. over
1: there, and uh, you know, they love you. They all love it, and I can tell you, they all love their jobs. Not one I heard that they didn't. Oh, good. Well, that's good to know.
2: I just, I find this so fascinating because I've always been so drawn to animals and I do feel safe. That's a place where I always feel safe is with the animals.
1: Totally. It's like a, it's almost like, but they have personalities and it's a little bit different, but it's almost like hugging a tree. Yes, yes,
2: it is. I love hugging trees. Well, and I think that's yeah. a vibration and frequency thing, mm-hmm. isn't it? I mean, it be, is because we that's, really. There
1: is no. That's not a coincidence. Right. It's no. Absolutely true. Yeah, I, I think a, about the cat, a cat's purr. Uh huh.
2: Right.
0: right. The vibration of that. That's a gling. vibration. You bet. Yeah. I had purr. a. I had a dog Emma who used to take the dirty dishes out of our sink. And put them in the middle of the dining, like middle of the living room and lick them clean and leave them there. Wow. She was brilliant. But I was like, I would come home and <laughs> I'd be like, and this is like right after we had our first boy. So I think she was totally trying. Totally. Trying, it,
1: was a mess. it was the mess. And, she and, was like, yeah, I'm going to clean doing... this
0: up. <laughs> yeah, it totally was. Totally I was like,
1: metaphor. you were you got- brilliant. Yeah. But it's also showing you what was going on too at the totally. same
0: time. Yeah. I was a hot mess after my first well, baby. Yeah,
1: understandably,
0: there was a lot going on. Yeah. But it's it's interesting yeah.
2: because I've have, I have for many years had the viewpoint, um, when I look at other people, um, that their animals mirror them so that it's almost like they take on some of their burdens and some of their joys and those things. But this idea that you're presenting me today is, is something that is such an aha where uh, to be able to understand that they're reflecting and helping me is, is such is such a wonderful. And that,
1: and that they're conscious of it. Completely. That they're yes. conscious
0: and that they've chosen us. Yeah. It's like is so and and that they help us absorb and transmute some of our denser energies so that we can move into more of that frequency yeah, so. of love and that higher vibration feeling and thinking state that is the full potential of a human right. and we're here to manifest that at this time on the planet and going forward.
1: Right. Well, and, and you- the animals are even more involved than they used to be. hundred percent, right. and it, it was just you- and sharing. I like sharing more downloads. They yes. share far more with me than they used to.
0: Oh, that's far fascinating. More. I remember when yeah. I was young, I would like animals would get hurt in my backyard, and I would wrap them up and like take my doll bottles and fill them with water, and then I'd make my parents bring them to the vet. Like I'm like, we gotta like,
2: uh, yeah, we do that. <laughs>
0: I was like, yes. this animal, this bunny, this bird, like.
1: And remember, though, there's a message there always, mm-hmm. even with that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so, yeah. If they get hurt, <laughs> oh! If they hit your window, what's going on? Uh, yeah.
0: Why can't uh, you see? That's right,
1: and plain plain sight. Right, or a glass can be illusion. Oh, you know? yeah. What is illusion? What are you not seeing? What do you need to break through? Yeah. That you didn't, so yeah. There's there's so many. I had a cat cat the other day that was telling her human about. I said, "Oh, she sings," and she goes, "Well, I don't know, Kathy, if she sings." And I said, "Well, she with her voice. She says she's singing," and I said, "Is that something that because she's telling me it's all for you and you know you need to take notice and." And I said, "Do you sing?" She goes, "No, but I I I do sound. I love to do sound out of my voice," and I said, "Well." She's t- she goes, she does it all the time. Like, yeah. That-
0: <laughs> 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 okay. I feel like we could talk to you for like eight more hours. And unfortunately, we're winding down. But I want to make sure that people, where are you located? Do you work with people all over the world?
1: How can they connect with you?
2: That and the course. And the course. Are available yeah. Too.
1: Yeah. So uh, I am actually, I am in Minnesota. Um, but I work with people all over the country, and anyone, and, and Europe, and anyone who can speak English, since that's the my only language I can speak fluently, anyway. So, yeah, so um, yeah, I, any anyone uh, anywhere, really. And uh, what, I'm sorry, what else did you? Oh, ask and me? how
0: can people find you? Like, oh,
1: right, right. So, uh, your courses. My, my, my website's the really great place to start. Everything is there. Kathyvangilder.com. Uh, we've got. I've got courses on there. I've got a course on how to talk to animals. Mm-hmm. And in that course, I was guided to put information about who animals are, what their roles are. It's not a very long course. It's only about two hours. So it's pretty digestible. But it really will teach you a kind of a background of animals and then also how to start communicating with them. And the vibration, the meditation that I have in there is yeah, a you frequency. Have, can,
0: that- you have a free visit visualization that people can work with and also a YouTube channel
1: I do yep so I have a visualization and I think that Elizabeth will include the link there yes. um, you can get that and you can connect up with your animal right away and try that if you want to go further awesome. take the course I was just talking about um, I have a YouTube channel that I'm going to be putting it's, it's fairly new so there's not much on there but I will be putting some uh, a lot of videos on there actually, awesome but- coding animals messages and things like
0: that awesome thank you so much kathy van gilder Uh, this is elizabeth and sharon with exploring sovereignty finding pathways that set yourself free with heart-centered thought leaders and kathy you are definitely one of those so thank you for your time and generosity today